This is the Glossolalia Podcast. I'm Derek Barry, the host of the podcast. This episode, despite being only the third, is coming late because I was busy this weekend. I meant to release the episodes on every other Saturday, but because I've got almost no work ethic, here it is a couple of days late on a Tuesday hopefully, or maybe a Wednesday, possibly a Thursday, depending on how I feel. Um, so I was really busy doing nothing this weekend. But to be fair, I was busy doing nothing in Florida. On Saturday, I drove with my brother and friend to the Everglades and we went hiking. We lasted 15 minutes before giving up because there were too many bugs in our mouths. The bugs were colorful and I didn't know their names. I had never seen such big, colorful bugs and never had bugs like that flying all kamikaze into my mouth. So vigilant and violent, I had to cover my entire face with my shirt. Sunday, I spent a boring day in the passenger seat of a car. Tried to listen to music, tried to listen to podcasts and audiobooks and our own incessant babble, but none of it worked. Because both the Everglades and a moving vehicle are terrible places to record a podcast, I waited until this week to write and record this. Besides, I'm, I'm trying to be daring and unexpected. I'm trying to take risks. I read this book called The Art of Daring by Carl Phillips. And, and part of that daring is to be utterly unproductive sometimes. Or maybe just productively bored. I'm not really sure how those ideas actually work together. But, but you know, here we are. Um, so instead, I'm writing this podcast. Um... And I, and I didn't record it. Uh, instead, th th this weekend, I just like slagged off and played video games. In fact, if you're listening to this right now and you're hoping this podcast is going to be a productive experience, it's going to be something other than me rambling, I suggest going to play video games instead. In fact, go play Stardew Valley. Um, tend to your crops, grow some potatoes, or drive to Florida and look for some alligators in a swamp. Uh, bored, I, I wander into new situations. I take risks and engage my weird imagination. And so now I feel creatively refreshed. So I get to record the podcast in a camper in my parents' backyard. If you hear sounds of children playing in a pool or a lawnmower, that might be why I'm in a camper with no air conditioning. And I'm driven to speak into a microphone alone in a dark camper kitchen because I am bored. Uh, but being bored is totally underrated. Um, in fact, the key to creativity is boredom. That's what I want to talk about today. Um, and if you were going to stick around, if you're not going to take my advice and go play video games instead, I want to share a brief word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Gary the Spider, who is in the corner of the camper kitchen and um, has asked me not to kill it. It's a whole relationship that we're building. We're building Trust Me and Gary the Spider. He's going to kill all of the gross bugs, and I'm going to just let him chill in his cobweb in the corner. So say hello to Gary. Um, thanks, Gary, for sponsoring today's episode. A familiar scene often emerges whenever I sit down to write. 
I wake with this intention to write. Yes, today's the day. And I mold the story over my head while I'm in the shower, eating breakfast. I'm already like piecing together sentences. I plug my laptop into its charger, set it on the table. I open the Word document, getting ready. But first I make a, a coffee, right? We all have our rituals. So I, I go wash the French press and I rinse out the coagulated remains of yesterday's wet grains, scoop fresh coffee into the press. Mm, you know, you smell it so good. I wait for the water to boil. I pour the water. I allow the coffee to brew until the water transforms into this like ink, black creativity juice, you know, that, that good stuff. And, and once all of these rituals are complete, I return to my laptop. And I backspace all of the, the random letters my cat has like typed with his toes on the keyboard. I sit down with the blank page and then I sit down to write and I, um, well, maybe there's like something wrong. Maybe I need more cream in my coffee. Or maybe I mix too much and I need to make the coffee over again. If my coffee is perfect, I can probably write better. Or maybe I should have shaved. Should I have shaved? I could have done that in the shower. I go to clean the French press. I rinse out the used grounds. I get new grounds, right? And then I start looking in the sink. And someone should really clean the sink. I should really clean the sink. Maybe the counters too. And speaking of, when's the last time anyone cleaned under the coils on the stove? Is that crusted Alfredo sauce down there? Sometimes we sit down to write. And we try to find any excuse not to write. Right? We want to be productive, but the world is too loud and we're too busy. Of course, we will make time to write, but first we'll need to rush through the to-do list. We come home from work, do chores, and carve this small space during which we can create. But when that time comes, we can't. There's a, a block. We're still too inundated with the rambling anxieties of the day. What I've done with my morning or evening or while I was at work and, and what I still need to do, what I need to do tomorrow, what emails I need to send, what submissions to which I, I need to respond and every obligation still laid out in front of me, an endless list to do, to do, to do, to do, to do, right? It's exhausting and it kind of makes me want to return to a simpler time. Let me tell you a story. When I was a kid, I spent summer days at a community pool adjacent to a small golf course. We would arrive at the pool just before lunch, armed with bags of chips and cans of Sprite, Ziploc bologna sandwiches, and we'd spend hours swimming, racing each other through the water, inventing games, the rules of which we never really, like, agreed on, and they continuously changed. When we emerged from the water, muscle sore and wet wrinkled, we were often very bored. There was nothing to do there. We languished in our boredom, suffered in it. No Game Boys at the pool, no afternoon cartoons, only empty sprite cans and rubber torpedoes abandoned in pool drains. Sometimes this boredom drove us away from the pool to the manicured perimeters of the putting greens. where We scuffed the grass and kicked up dirt playing tag. We found bugs in the grass bugs we could not name, and built them floating islands of foam noodles and cheap boogie boards. We watched the golfers smack their balls from the first hole. Some of the golfers came every day, and if they were sober, they'd usually keep the ball on the green. But the others, 
The others routinely knocked their balls into the woods, into water traps, into patches of weed. They waved off the ball as a lost cause and kept playing through. They sipped whiskey from silver flasks and drove golf carts. Even like the little tiny small distances between holes. But when the golfers cleared the green, we would get up and we would race each other into the woods. We scavenged through the thorn-riddled underbrush in search of lost golf balls. We borrowed the lifeguard's pool cleaner sometimes to lift the balls from the water traps on hole three. We traded them back to the golf shop nearby in exchange for quarters, which then we used to buy hot dogs and orange push pops from the pool concession stand. Our fingers sugar sticky, our faces smeared with mustard, we returned barefoot to the woods to explore. In some ways, these early lessons spurred some important revelation about boredom. From boredom blooms creativity, imagination, and play. The act of play is often lost on adults. We want to always be busy. We want to always be productive. Any moment, uh, you know, wasted is a moment we're not earning money or earning our worth in the world. But you leave a, a pair of children alone and they'll engage directly with imagination. An absence of toys, an absence of the internet or entertainment, they still have imagined worlds they can conjure with words, only their bodies and voices. During one of the summers of my childhood, I started um, writing, uh, and I started writing really seriously. I embarked upon what would be my first manuscript. I sat every afternoon at my parents' computer on a metal folding chair and still wet trunks, and I would write a story. It doesn't really matter what the story was about, only that I was writing it, right? All of these hours of boredom... Um, kind of created a space that the story would fill and out of that boredom came near narration right a narrative a sound to fill the silence so so now that i'm an adult i i think that i i want to ask myself and i, and I want to ask you in what ways can we prioritize boredom in our adult lives and not boredom as in, in doing something boring, like doing taxes or, or going to work. I mean doing nothing because, you know, adult life is so concerned uh, with busyness, you know. Um, th there's this really common refrain. It's constant. You ask someone, hey, you know, how are you? And they say, oh, I've been really busy lately. You know, busy, 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 busy. It's this constant small plea, like, please. I don't want to be busy. I don't want to fill my days with meaningless tasks and chores and errands. And sometimes I'm just like appalled by all of the things that I falsely believe I have to do. So like, for example, um, when my first book came out, I really believed like, oh, you know, part of this job is posting on social media and building my social media following. Like, what was I doing? You know, like what time was I spending away from social media and and, and how, you know, how was that time wasted in, in a way that I thought would be productive? You know, it was not a productive boredom. So now I, I try to think, you know, for example, walking through the Everglades, despite like bugs flying into my face, I was bored, you know, didn't see any alligators, no cool iguanas, like was promised. Um, 
And I want to seek that out a little bit more. I want to spend time in nature. I want to spend time off work. And when I'm off work, I don't want to read submissions for a literary magazine. I don't want to work on my own thing. I don't want to write or record a podcast all the time. Um, so I want to ask myself, when am I bored? What are those moments? Um, and sometimes those moments do have to come in the in-betweens of adult life, right? There are practical you know, things that you have to do, like go to the doctor. Um, but you might be bored in the doctor's office. And um, in one way, sure, you could read People's Magazine and see like what celebrities are getting divorced this month. Or you could embrace the boredom. You could just sit there and do nothing. And I know that sounds like really terrifying because it feels like you're wasting time. But believe me, you're not wasting time or or you are wasting time and it's good to waste time. Uh, so, you know, you could drive in your car and, you know, while you're there, don't listen to the radio. Don't listen to podcasts or songs. Just sit in silence. Let the boredom seep in. Right. Let your mind dawdle. Loaf around a bit in your imagination. And what you'll find, uh, at least I found is that your mind won't shut up. And if you stop cramming all this content into your brain, whether it exists online or elsewhere, your brain will start churning out content of its own. And it won't be like, hey, these are the 15 things you missed in the latest uh, Avengers movies. And suddenly you're watching like a weird YouTube video about a movie that you don't really care about. Instead, it'll be your own content and some of that content will be stupid and will be drivel but it will be yours it will be your drivel um i want to encourage you in those moments of intense boredom to also observe the world take that time to be a writer right what, what do writers do writers look writers listen you know um being on our phones all the time i know that sounds like such a boomer thing to say like i love being on my phone obviously um but you know you have to take time to, to notice the world think about the details of the world what like what does the ceiling look like what kind of music is playing at a restaurant you're at um what are other people doing at different tables um you can even take notes. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll go out and just wander around bored and take notes of things that look weird or I'll start to notice things basically that I wouldn't have otherwise noticed. So, so for example, you know, driving um, back from Florida, you know, I loved taking notes of weird restaurants, like any strange roadside diner with a, a quirky name, you know, I'd write it down and that's all going to find its way into some sort of story I'll write. If you pay attention when no one else is paying attention, you'll see what other people's, you know, generally don't see. In order to foster creative genius, according to Gertrude Stein, uh, one must sit around so much doing nothing. So I want to take, you know, Gertrude Stein's advice. We want to sit around and do nothing. And, and, and similarly, um, there's this great poet, Mary Rufel, who praises and I'm quoting here, the vital necessity of wasting time, of loathing and doing nothing. So waste your time, write a story, become bored as you like. And Rufel elaborates on, you know, this nature of reading, for example. So like reading is, is a very funny thing that people are like, oh, I wouldn't ever want to waste my time reading a book. Um, and she says this, which I think is great. It's a great way to, um, to, to, to waste your time. In one sense, reading is a great waste of time. In another sense, 
it is a great extension of time. A way for one person to live a thousand and one lives in a single lifespan, to watch the great impersonal universe at work again and again. She continues, It looks like it's wasting time, but literature is actually the ultimate time saver because it gives us access to a range of emotions and events that will take you years, decades, millennia to try to experience directly. Literature is the greatest reality simulator, a machine that puts you through infinitely more situations than you can ever directly witness. Isn't that incredible? So what do we do with our time, right? Um, when do we dawdle? When do we loaf? When do we take a small amount of joy in, you know, letting boredom just kind of creep in and not uh, completely filling our lives with noise? So, so this is this is my challenge to you, right? Let's waste time. Let us become bored. Let us indulge in poetry and other hobbies that have no inherently financial worth and let us wander and drift and drive down to Florida in search of alligators. The truth is this, boredom is not the enemy, but rather an essential component of the creative practice. It is like an anti-meditation during which all the thoughts that arrive in your head must be interrogated, turned inside out. Every passing thought is a possible idea, eligible to become your next creative project or breakthrough. But first, you must allow those ideas to arrive. You must afford them the silence and stillness in which they might be birthed. You must allow boredom so that creativity can stretch its roots. That's all I have for you today. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on in my writing life. You can find some of my recent writings um, in Emrys Literary Journal, uh, which is based out of Greenville, South Carolina. Um, a poem I wrote called Funeral Speech was awarded the Emrys Poetry Prize. Um, if you can't get the magazine, you can read the poem on my Instagram, which is at Instagram.com slash Derek Berry Writer. Writer as in, you know, like someone who writes. Um, also, three of my brand new poems were featured in a podcast, which is really cool. It's uh, a brand new poetry podcast called Apertures, and they feature poets and writers and other people. Um, so they were very kind in uh, providing space for three of my new poems. Um, you can check out a link to those at DerekBerryWriter.com or Apertures.WixSpaceSomething.com. Something like that. Um, and anything else you need to know about readings I'm doing are all on my website, blah, 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 blah. Um, if you're not bored yet, I mean, go play video games. What are you doing? Stop wasting time listening to me. Not when there's, like, Stardew Valley to play, right? Right. Yeah, go do that.